Alright everybody, welcome back to your weekly episode of the Buck Busters. My name is Bobo, surrounded by my co-hosts. What's How's up? How's it going? Hi. We, we do apologize for missing a week. We were all with our families for the holiday weekend, so tonight's going to be a little bit longer of an episode. Hope you guys had a good Easter, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. We had a wonderful Easter. I know oh, I had a good Easter. Mine was good. Mine, Mine was, was fucking hellacious. Oh, no. I easily put probably 250 miles on my car in one day. Oh, sounds all right. <laughs> Dude, I, when I tell you I was no joke in every corner of Erie County, by dinner time, yeah. <laughs> I, I worked half that. I worked until about two, and then I I went. I did get out in time to go be able to enjoy some dinner with my family. So was, yeah, I was awesome. nice, so. so I managed to spend some time with my family this the entire day, so that was really nice. One cool thing I was is off, so. I, I, I had the gifted honor of working in fast food, so I didn't yeah. get time and a half. So. The See, gifted honor. Dude, I work retail, and I don't. I didn't get time and a half Easter Sunday because you, you didn't get time and a half. Really? My yeah. company doesn't believe in Easter Sunday. They just celebrate it with gifts and toys, but they don't actually celebrate. Blasphemy! On the plus <laughs> side, my managers made a big ham lunch for all of us. It was ham, green beans, mashed potatoes. At least they did that for you. And that was through every store of ours. Every and they store. laced it all with horse laxative. Every, <laughs> I mean, when I got... So here's the thing. I got home an hour early, and my mom's like, do you want dinner? I'm like, uh... They kind of made me stuff myself because nobody wanted the fatty pieces of ham. So, you're like, so me. dude, I took a I took a hunk of ham that was about yay big, and people were looking at me and they're like, "Why are you taking that piece?" I'm like, "Cause the ass is the best part." Even <laughs> like that one for some reason. <laughs> I just wasn't expecting that. <laughs> but oh uh, yeah, yeah, we we've been on and off about this all season, but uh, finally have our winner of the fantasy Winnie Boy Hockey Challenge. Jeffy is keeping his crown and re reigning his championship. I'm defending my, my title. So, beat, beat, beat me in the final by about 20 points. It's funny, like, okay, we're not getting, we're not getting a new winner this year. Next year, I'll try to pay more attention. I was just so busy this winter. I, I mean, I was too. I, that's, yeah. I said I tried. There I were a couple one ad left that I didn't think I had, See, and I could have picked up a goalie and ended up winning. But. I definitely should have think during my recovery time, I should have paid attention but to my team. But you did it. I did not. <laughs> like, during recovery time, I should have paid attention to my team, but oxycodone's a hell of a drug. I say, I'll say beginning of the year, goaltending was it was atrocious. It was bad. I started off like 0 and 2 or 0 and 3. Finished the season like 17 and 5. I started. Like you that. started out. You yeah. were. Holy fuck! You went I went on like a tw like 11 yeah. winning streak in the middle of the season. I went undefeated because I forget who I had, but I went like 6 and 0, and then I started not paying attention to it because I just had worked every day. Mm -hmm. And by the time, excuse me, by the time I would check my phone, it would be my break. Y'all would snag up everybody, and I'm like, MF. All right, I'm not even gonna do it. I say Goltang kind of helped. Turn it around for me at second half of the year. Like yeah. finally, once I found good goaltending. Because you were like fifth or sixth in the beginning of the season. I was fifth or back and got I have. Oops, sorry. Go ahead. You're good. I have an idea for next year. Since now that I'm back and I'll be able to actually participate in this upcoming uh, Weenie Boys fantasy hockey team or fantasy hockey league. So winner, I've looked into a company. I can't remember them for the name for the. Fucking life of me. Uh, they, they make custom championship belts. And okay, I'm, we did discuss this, yeah. And I'm thinking about having a custom <coughs> Weenie Boys Fantasy Hockey Championship belt. And you just did hang on to it until the following season? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. And then... Because uh, like each and every year we like engrave, like, oh, Kyle 2020, Jeffy 2021. Yeah. And then 
Or it'd be Kyle Loser. Jeffy 23. <laughs> loser. Oh, well, ultimate loser of the league. Pie. <laughs> well, I might exclude you out of this one because I know of your epilepsy. Uh, loser gets tased. Mm. Honestly? I'd be down for it, honestly. Loser takes a five-second ride with a taser. I think I'd much rather so, get tased than, like, pepper sprayed or something. Yeah. Oh, 100%. So, may I? I don't know, I'd well, much rather get tased. I mean, I've, I've never been pepper sprayed, but I've dealt with tear gas. See, and tear gas well, fucking blows okay, all kinds of ass. The, here's where I would feel bad, though. I'm the only one out of the four or five of us that has epilepsy. And if I come in last place, I mean, third place has to do it. No. That just means I have to think of something different for you, which yeah. I think I already think I have something for you. Yeah. Which would be a paintball gun full of marbles. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was going to be our challenge last year. Someone running with a... We all have paintball guns. Someone just run and zig. How about this, Bobo? If if you are the ultimate loser of next year, I crack you in the back with a paintball gun. That works. I like that. And then anybody else... If anybody else is the ultimate it's loser, you have, to, you have to take a five-second ride Did to the I ever, taser. I'll save that for I'd another day, but I have a fun story about I will, I will. I'll tell you what. I will make even the investment into an actual taser. Oh, hey, how because they make they hey. make full blown kits for like five hundred bucks, and I will hey. make the I will make the investment. Since I'm not getting tased, I'll fucking go fifty fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that that I, I do not think I ever do not think yeah. What am I, Canadian? I don't think Dude, I would ever want, want to go about getting pepper sprayed, but two things that I've, for some strange reason, have wanted to do is get tased and do smelling salts. I've been hit with a, I've been hit with a stun gun before. It hurts. It's like the equivalent of jamming your fingers in an electrical outlet. So I think you showed us oh. you had to do it over in a... No, no, this was this was just in a night of drunken fucking stupidness oh. playing with electricity, <laughs> which we probably shouldn't have been well, doing. Don't you don't try this at home, kids. Well don't you have No, to if you want to try it at home. Don't don't do anything that Ethan explains well, to do. Don't you have Unless to, you want to try it. Well Ethan, <laughs> don't you have to do a stun gun for military? No. Not unless you're an MP. That's your thing. No. He, he uh, is right, technically. If you're an MP, you have to get tased well, once a year. Well, the only reason I say that is my dad was Army. My dad was MP, and he had to do two things. He had to get tased, and he had to do the gas chamber. Where you I've done the gas, the gas chamber. Yeah, that's, the, that's what I was thinking of. You sent us yeah. the you walking through that. I've done, I've done the gas chamber for, before, and let me tell you, if that's even remotely in the realm of getting prepper sprayed, I'd much well, rather get What do they case. call they call that like disco in the dark or something? Because you don't know where you're at, you're just compobulated, you're shooting all around, you have snot hanging well, you the, your nose. Before I fucking deployed last year, we went and did uh we had to go through the chamber again. I went through the first time, I was like, Ah, this ain't shit. Got a little bit of a tickle in the nose, maybe the eyes watered a little bit, and I was like, Yeah, that's really not, and then they not, your gas not as not as bad as I remember and they're like, Alright, who's going through without a mask? And I'm like, Ah, oh, fuck it, I'll go through without a mask again. Oh. Little did I know they dropped three fresh tablets on the burner. Oh. So I walked in and I just see the burner just pillaging smoke. I'm like, Oh, this is see, about to suck. See, here's what, like, I got I got in there and within maybe half a second I was sitting there. Coughing, hacking. I was trying. See, I was trying to fucking breathe, and every breath I took in, I was like, <laughs> well, I, it was like a never-ending hiccup. And all right. Well, before we move on, again, my dad was an MP in the army. What they did was they would make you sit against the wall with your mask and your oxygen, 
And what they would do is they'd You didn't have any oxygen, well, so your mask. Just, and what they would do is they'd come around, they would rip your mask off your face. You wouldn't know it. They would just rip the mask off your face. No. That's what he told me. He's like, no. they would rip... or we. You would, would rip your own mask that's what off. He, that's what, yeah, they would take the mask off their face, and then they would have to figure out how to get out, and they called it like a dark disco, because everyone's doing all sorts of bullshit. So how we did it at. was we would get in a line... You'd pull your mask off, and you wouldn't be allowed to leave the chamber until every person had their mask off and held up in the air. So if you were the lead person, you were fucked. And guess where I was? I was the lead motherfucker. So I'm standing there coughing, hacking, on the verge of throwing up in this chamber, and waiting for the other retards behind me to fucking get their masks up. One person drops their fucking mask. Oh, no. And so I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna kick your... <laughs> yeah, okay. tear gas sucks. So, if you are, no, never mind. I'm not well, gonna go. Hey, you know, <laughs> hey, if you're thinking about going into the services, then be prepared know, for the gas chamber be because prepared, the gas chamber is probably gonna be the worst. Hey. It's gonna feel like you're in there for an eternity, but at most you're it's in there thirty seconds to a minute. About a minute, minute and a half. Well, and A... And it is the shittiest minute and a half of your life. Well, and if you're going to go and you go full-fledged, all of us here at Bug Push is wish you the best of luck, and we thank you for your service. Yep. I'm straight. Yep. Um, all right. I say, I think we're all excited here because we've been off for about a week. It's finally time to talk about hockey. And Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yay! Uh, we're going... We do, I'd we're, say do best, but I don't know about that. We do it decently. <laughs> yeah. What we do... Um, <laughs> slow pause. Okay. Um, before we go into the, I pla- can't slow pause. My pauses are just shaky. Shit. A lot of people do. No, um, that's like you know it was good when Ethan just snorted. That's yeah. like no, when you start shaking. It's like pressing play and pause at the same time. Your body's just your body's just sitting there taking constant screenshots. Hitting the gas and the brake at the same time. Nobody knows what the fuck's gonna happen in the next thirty seconds. Anywho, what has happened in the show? I don't know. <laughs> and you know what? We continue it, and you know what? The fans love it, and we thank you. Absolutely. I don't know how you guys enjoy this shit. Honestly, sometimes. <laughs> God bless all of you, honestly. Jeffy, God bless all of you. Take two some of which only that we Anywho, missed. Uh, before we go into any playoff recaps or previews, uh, we'll look at some milestones. Um, on March, on April fourth, Mitch Young of the starting Steam gets his first career and his first career playoff goal against the Guelph Storm. Yay! Um, April sixth, Arizona Coyotes prospect Anson Thornton. Of the Barry Coles is the gets his very first career goal versus Hamilton, and that was the goalie goal. Um, oh yeah, that happened. Oh, there's a goalie goal in the OHL. Yeah. Oh really? First time that we've had there's been a goalie goal since 2017. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. The fact that it was not only in a his first career, but in a playoff. That's pretty. So cool. I think that was kind of. That's awesome. That was really cool. Um. And then on April 12th, Logan Morrison of the Ottawa 67s, he signed a three-year entry-level contract with the Seattle Kraken, which they did reveal his contract. He is getting 
9,500,000 just for his entry contract. Wow. 950,000? Yeah. Holy fuck. It's a two, and it's a two-way contract. So obviously if he starts out in um, with the Canton Valley uh, Firebirds, he, so he, he can go back. Go back and forth. Coachella, in Coachella, uh, Coachella Valley. You can tell that. So either way, he's making bank. Yeah. Um. On the same day as well, signed with the Seattle Kraken, David Goellet of the Sudbury Wolves. He signed a three-year entry level with the Seattle Kraken. Um. And then Shane Wright was also um, signed back up from Coachella. Back up to Coachella, um, and we'll play with um, with the Firebirds for the rest of, of the year. I don't know if they made their playoffs or not, but he's up there with them. Um, James Hardy of the Mississauga Steelheads, he signed with the Cincinnati Cyclones of the ECHL, um, and then one of Detroit's. I fear this is shout out to Lombardi. Ethan. Amadeus Lombardi, he um, is now fishing up with Grand Rapids. So yes, I'm so sorry. I fear you'd Ethan would be appreciate that. Forget him. And even though he doesn't, even though he doesn't play for Erie or didn't play for Erie in his time, he was incredible. He to was watch. fucking amazing to watch. I think that was the one thing I enjoyed about Flynn last year, like when. Or I'll say now. I'll, like I'll kids, say, a, kids are freaking stud. I say when when Erie played Mississauga and Flint a lot in the 2021-2022 season, he was one. He was pretty cool to watch. Like he was probably one of my favorites to watch from Flint last season and even this year, which I thought was kind of cool when when they played Flint finally this year, Ethan, that you finally got to see. Him. Amadeus play, so yeah. it's kind of cool. To yeah, see um, why your future guys for Detroit play. In yeah, person. yeah, I think he's going to be a really good asset to the Red Wings franchise, and even if he ends up having to stay in Grand Rapids for yeah. however long, he's go- he is going to be fantastic. With and them. in his first game with Grand Rapids, he gets his very first career point with Grand Rapids. As Fuck well. yeah! Fuck yeah! Um, then on. It, then on April 13th, um, the, the Ottawa Senators called up Jordan Donovan of the Hamilton Bulldogs to the Belleville Senators. And then um, Grand Rapids and former Frontenacs captain um, who um, announced his uh, retirement. That was, I, I don't know why I put it. Uh, I forgot his name. I forgot to type it. Um, he announced his after a 14-year season with Grand Rapids in Detroit, he, um, I'll have to find it real quick after we're done with the OHL. I kind of forgot to type it in my notes. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Um, Chicago Blackhawks prospect Gavin Hayes of the Flint Firebirds, he signed his, prof- he signed a professional tryout with the Rockford Heart Dogs, I- Ice Hogs, my bad. Um, and then on April 14th, um, Dallas Stars prospect Artem Gusnekov of the Hamilton Bulldogs, 
is assigned to the Texas Stars. So we were talking about the Coachella Valley Firebirds. So they were second in the league, in their league by the end of the season. Wow, for their first, actually their first year. They were second. They were second in the league. They clinched a playoff spot. Wow. Wow. For their their inaugural season, yes. I'm actually really impressed for the fact that, Um, I mean, I'm not, I shouldn't be surprised because we obviously saw Vegas do it. Yeah, they beat the... So this was from the middle of March. They beat the Iowa Wild. Okay, so Minnesota's. Oh, they fucking whooped their ass, too. They beat the Iowa Wild 5-1 for a playoff spot. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Shit. All right. Um, and then a Toronto Maple Leafs prospect, Brendan Kressler of the Flint Fibers, he's been called up to... The Toronto Marlies, um, Boston Bruins prospect Matthew Batras um, of the Gulf Storm. He signed a tryout with the Providence Bruins. Um, Aram Dierov of the Flint Firebirds. A lot of Flint Firebirds. Sally Hell. Um, and Ethan Carwell of the Barry Colts signed a three three-year entry level with the San Jose Sharks. Good job, Ethan. Good job. Thanks. Um, you know who you're not seeing a lot of on here? Ice dogs. Yeah. Because <laughs> they suck. Um, yeah. Henry Muse gets his first career OHL goal. Um, I wonder if he gets amused a lot. <laughs> and then as for awards, um, New York Islanders prospect Matthew Maggio. Um, of the Windsor Spitfire is awarded the Leo Lalonde Memorial Trophy as the Overage Player of the Year. And well-deserved. Oh, yeah. 100% well-deserved. A um, couple other trophies announcements. Um, they announced the Red Tyson nominee, Ontario Hockey League, from the Ontario Hockey League. Um, Zach Lavoie. I uh, say so Zachary Laval was nominated for it. Um, I I I hope his hockey career ends. Um, but obviously, all the Eastern Conference nominees were from Barry Col- from the Barry Colts, Brandon Clark, Hamilton Bulldogs, Patrick Thomas um, from the Kings of Frontenacs, Paul Lewinsky, um, Mississauga Steelheads, James Hardy, and obviously as mentioned, Niagara Icehawks, Zachary Laval. Garbage. Uh, yes, one of the Hardy boys. Why don't he go fight crime instead of playing hockey? <laughs> um, oh, we're talking about Lavois garbage. I heard a Hardy in there, so I was thinking of the Hardy boy series. Um, from North, the North Day Battalion, Mateev um, Petrizioff, um, the Oshawa Generals, Ryan Gadmir, um, the Iowa 67s, Logan Morrison, and the Peter Bro Pete. Tucker Robertson, and then Sudbury Wolves, David Gouetet. And then going over to the Western Conference, um, from the Erie Otters, Kerry Torrance. Yeah, baby. CT10. Um, Flint Fibers, Amadeus Lombardi, the Gulf Storm, Matthew Petraeus, okay. Kitchen Raiders, Francisco Pinelli, yeah. the London Knights, um, Logan Melit. Meliu, um, oh my, okay. Um, Dylan Sound Attack, Kobe Barlow, um, 
um, the Sagon Spirit, Tristan Lennox, the Sarnia Esteem, Ty Volt, um, the Sue Greyhound, Bryce McConnell, Barker, and the Windsor Spitfire, Matthew Maggio. Wow. And again, deserved, well deserved. Oh, 100%. Yeah, all well deserved. You know, I'd be. There are three on that list that I think are pretty obvious that I would really be happy with seeing win that trophy. Take a guess Maggio, Lombardi, Terrence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it's pretty fucking easy. I mean, Clark, as much as we don't want to, you got to give credit to, to Logan Mayu of London as well, who's been. Yeah. I, I haven't really. Phenomenal. And then uh, Penelope of uh, Kitchener has been pretty good. Brett, this year, Ty Bot. Oh, really? Ty Bot as well. Ty Void of, of Sarnia has been really well. And been Brendan really well. Clark as well. I think I've heard stuff about Brendan Clark. Yeah, we've we brought him up multiple times this season. Yeah. yeah. He's a, one of the better faces that has come up through Barry in recent years. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. And then as for um, recap for the first round of the OHL playoff, which this one surprised, we'll start off the West because this one surprised. For the first time ever in OHL history, the Kitchener Rangers, the eighth seed, upsets the number one seed, the Windsor Spitfire. Wow. In, in a sweep. Holy, holy wow. I swept them. Holy shit. Yeah. So, okay, here's my question to That's you That's the guys. one that we all sat here and was like, there's no fucking chance in hell the Kitchener beats him. Okay, here's my question to you guys. Is Kitchener now a force to be reckoned with, or is this just one of those, let's say, Toronto miracles? Where they go past the first round, they get dominated in the second. I was watching how Windsor just did not. They play did not well. show. Windsor they did, did not, not show. Did, they did okay. not come to play. They just did. They didn't. Seems like they didn't care. They weren't trying. There was no effort given. Really? Yeah. It was just. It wasn't good. So it was only like one of those games that was close. So I think every game was like a three-four goal game. Holy fuck! Yeah. yeah. Holy so, fuck! I mean, so who's? So who does Kitchener possibly play in the second round? They're London. playing London. They're playing London. Ooh. Which will kind of go... Because London swept. Or did they, they, they did end up sweeping Owen Sound. They swept Owen Sound. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure if Owen Sound took one. So, which I am not okay. surprised on that one. I'm gonna, no. I'm going as, sh- as much shit as we talk about London, they are looking fantastic they, this year. Like, as we always say, as much as we much we don't like London or how much shit we give them... They were great. Fucking they team. Are, yes, they For are. They always have been. They're They've always had. You know what? I'm gonna be ballsy. I'm gonna go Kitchener in seven. No. No. You don't think? Not even close. I want. I really want Kitchener to just upset him again. That's I, why I'm saying I, would, I give but London in like London, five. Like, I'm saying. I'm saying another sweep. You think really? London? I'm saying London's four. gonna sweep again. I'm gonna say. I think they're already up what two nothing. Uh, I will look once we look at the round two. Um, round two. Matchups, but I think they they at least won game one. Okay, well maybe I should change my mind. Now. Um, and as we mentioned, London swept Owen Sound. Um, the Sarnia Sink beat Guelph, the Gulf Storm in game six, four to two. Um, which I I think this one was probably was the best series. Um. The Saginaw Spirit and the Flint Fibers, they went to Battle seven. Michigan. Uh, I was the watching. I was, I didn't really follow any of the other ones, but that was the one I was following yeah. pretty. Three, three of the seven went to overtime. Yeah. For Flint and Saginaw. Saginaw. Yeah. 
three of the seven went to overtime. Saginaw end up winning it in the final game too, so they will move on. I think it was cool for, which is hard to believe. It's the first time ever. Well, even when Plymouth was around, it's hard to believe that they never had a all Michigan battle like, Michigan, yeah, like battle Michigan, like ever in the elite. In the yeah, I think the most shocking out of that, obviously, is Kitchener sweeping Windsor. Yeah. The first eighth seed in, in OHL history to sweep the first round. One thing oh, I, in OHL. In OHL, OHL history, the first eighth seed to sweep the first round. I think, um, kind of looking, um, kind of looking back, because with that upset, um, the first round top seeds versus bottom seed upsets in the OHL history. Um, there was. Four before the um, Kitchener in Windsor. Uh, obviously, the first one was back in 1989 when um, the North Bay Battalion, um, who were six, defeated um, Kitchener, who was seed number one, four to one in that series. Um, in 1990, it was um, Niagara defeated London four to two. In, their, in that series, um, 2002, London defeated Plymouth, uh, who was the number one seed that year, 4-2. to two. And then, um, obviously at the time, Toronto was, was here, 2005, um, defeated Mississauga 4-1. Wow. But yeah, that, I still think that was the one that shocked me the most yeah. of the entire yeah. first round of the OHL playoffs. But... Easily, Saginaw and Flint was probably the best oh, yeah. of of the entire first round. Uh, moving on to the East, um, the '67s end up being the Generals four to one in their series. In that series, kind of not surprised. Um, North Bay um, beat Mississauga four to two, which, Whoa. to be honest. Mississauga put up a fight, but yep. they, they at least forced six. I was mm -hmm. expecting that game to be. I think I, that's. I the think one. I said they were going to go to five originally. I think. I think, so, yeah. I, think I had that as a sweep originally. I think. I, I I might have had that yeah. one as a sweep as so. well. Because Ethan and I had similar answers. I think I was a sweep, and, or I might have been one win. I know. I know. I said for the for the Oshawa and Ottawa game. I know. I at least said. I was going to win it. I think I said at least it was going to go five at least. Yeah. Um, Barry ended up beating Hamilton in six, four to two. Um, another one was a hard fought battle. Yeah. Um, and then the Peterborough Peets, they ended up sweeping the Sudbury Wolves four to zero. Wow. That's one that I don't think anybody expected that. Out of all the series, that one to be a sweep? Yeah. Yes, the four and five seed? I thought that one was going to go to seven. Yeah, I, think I thought we, What, Sudbury and Peter, Peterborough? I, think, yeah. I was yeah. thinking that was going to at least go to six. I think we most. all had that either six or seven. Five or yeah. six. My, one of I think Ethan was would have been the closest with five. If I remember correctly, I thought the three of us had six or seven. And I'm I not, don't think it's that big of a deal, but yeah, I think you're, yeah. I think you're about right. And then now moving on to round two, the semifinals. Of, uh, we'll start off in the East, this kind of like we had normally in the past. Um, Peterborough and the Ottawa 67s are currently playing each other. Ottawa is currently up 1-0 in their series. 
I still, right now, I think that one's going to go potentially five or six. I'd yeah. say probably six. But Ottawa's going to win it. I'm going to say five. I'm going to say Ottawa and six. I'm going to say Ottawa and five. Yes. Yeah, I'd say Ottawa so and six. So we all have Ottawa, whether it's just five or six. It's one of those games, five or six, it's kind of like a coin toss. You know, it could be one of those things where... Watch it be a fucking sweep. I mean, it's possible. Yeah, anything's possible this time. Yeah. And then um, the North Bay China take on the Barry Colts. Currently, Barry is up 1-0 in the series. This one, I actually see going to 7. I, yeah. But yeah, I, I think North Bay is going to come back and win it, though. Honestly, I'm I, still think, I, think, I still think Barry... I think North Bay is going to come back and win a couple, but I think Barry will push it to 7. I'm going to go North Bay at 5. Really? You want yeah. a reverse sweep? Yep. I'm going to say Barry in six. Wouldn't Ooh. it be four games if it was a sweep? Well, reverse sweep. I said five. Barry's already up one nothing. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the true reverse sweep is being down 3-0 than winning the last four. That's yeah. the true reverse sweep. But. The only reason I say that is North Bay is such... Their uh, goaltending has been absolutely It's soft. not even their goaltending. Their whole team fucking eats nails for breakfast without any milk. So it's they fucking cross the street without holding their mom's hands. Basically, I'm so I'm so scared to do that. These kids are 17 doing it. So <laughs> and it's one it's and it's one of those things <laughs> where if you let a team like Hamilton get loose, they're like a cannon. They will just well, fire. I mean, they are the battalion, so I guess. Well, it's here's fitting. the thing. Let's talk about North Bay, not Hamilton. Or North, that's what I meant, North Bay. <laughs> they will fire at will until they score. And that could, <laughs> and that could be from the blue line, or that could be from just outside the crease. Jeez. They will. Yeah, I'm. I'm still gonna give to Barry in six. Okay. Please tell. Please tell me Barry's goaltender's first name is Will, so they they can, really can fire at Will <laughs> until they win. I mean, his name could be throw, and it could be shoot to throw. <laughs> and Anyhow. Kyle is. Done with my shit for the night. <laughs> I think that was mine more than yours. No. Anywho, moving on to the West. Um, Sarnia is taking on Saginaw, and currently Sarnia is up 1-0 in the series. This one, I'm going to say 5, Sarnia. I'm going to go Saginaw and I think six. Saginaw kind of, with their battle with Flint, I think they kind of, they burned themselves they burn out. Them. I think they burned themselves out. I, see, here's no, the thing. I think it's going to be Sarnia with a sweep. Well, here's the thing. Really? Yes, Saginaw is one of those teams where they burn themselves out. We see that a lot with that with them. But at the same time, just because you're burned out doesn't mean you don't want to play the game. Right, but at the same time, you got to understand these are only young kids. There's only okay. so much that they... For the fact that they were... Well, here's the thing. It's something called discipline. You have mental and physical discipline. That's all that matters in sports. You have your mental dis you have your mental discipline and your physical discipline. How mentally... It's, and this is what I learned for my family. You have mentally, physically, and emotionally. How ready are you for those three? Are you physically ready... Are you ready to go down, slam the hammer, and ready to fucking rock and roll? Are you mentally there where you say, okay, I fucking got this. I'm going to take that puck, and I'm going to shoot, and I'm going to fucking score. 
and there's emotionally. Where if you lose, how do you take it? You can't go, you can't go sideways. You know, you can't go and say fuck. Now I'm done with your shit. <laughs> yeah, you can't go and say fuck. It's my fault. I didn't take that shot, and I should have scored, and I lost it for the team. You got to keep your head held high in those situations, and you have again those three those three matters of toughness. Again, emotionally and mentally is where it really really counts. I think one that I will give credit to Sagan is the fact they were dead last last year. So they, they already have that are, mental strength there. But they are they made it to the second round. They have year. the mental strength and they have the physical strength. Yes, I don't think they have quite the experience to I don't take down a team as as well experienced as Sarnia is. You never know. I mean although Sarnia I think also missed the playoffs last year, but you never know. They they just squeaked. Also in. they squ- they got that eight spot instead of Erie, that's right. Um but yeah, I, this is the one series where I can potentially see a quote-unquote upset happening, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to say Sarnia in six still. I'm gonna say, I can say Saginaw taking one or two, but... Then I'll be the odd dog out. I'm going to go Saginaw in six. Saginaw in six. Okay. And then the one matchup we just briefly talked about with Kitcher, they are taking on the London Knights currently, and currently London's up two to zero in the series. Okay. This one... As, as much as I want Roy Kitchener to upset him again, two years in a row. Oh, uh, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna it's happen. Not happening London's either. looking for revenge after getting upset by him do last you, year. Do you potentially see it being like sweep worthy? No. I, I can see Kitchener taking one, maybe taking game four at home to, to avoid that, but then London's gonna go back home for game so five you, and just absolutely stuff th- him to the ground. I really think I think they're gonna win in five, London. I'm gonna go. I'd say, I'd say five Kitchener's, is gonna, fair. Kitchener's gonna sneak one around game four, maybe like an overtime, and then London's gonna win game five, and Hummy is like six. Okay, to two or some shit. five is fair. I'm gonna go six. London and six. But I'm Kitchener, gonna go London and eight. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you. Kitchener is London gonna, in the shootout. Kitchener's gonna win one at home, and Kitchener has that strength to win one away. We've all seen it. Kitchener is, Kitchener is that dog-eat-dog kind of team. And they're going to win one away, one at home, but losing six. All right. Okay. Yep. So that's currently what the playoffs look like right now in the OHL, and that's all we have for OHL news. But one that I do, Ethan did bring it up, um, before we go into the NHL news, Connor Bedard he finished his season. Oh, got, yeah, guys. I want to let I want to let. Dude, you I I know we have talked about Connor Bedard a lot and how this I mean, kid I is. I don't just, know how you can't. I mean, this Connor kid is the second coming of fucking Christ when I mean, it comes we already to have hockey. Connor McDavid, he's the so, first, so I, as I said, I actively follow the WHL and the Regina Pats on Facebook, and they released his final career stats because. Their season just ended, what, yeah. the other night? Yeah, they, they, got, lost in the playoffs, they, they lost in the playoffs. So, it was the last time that Connor Bedard played in the OHL. Or, OHL. I keep WHL. Want, I, you, thank you. I keep wanting to say OHL. Um, well, you did just say OHL. Fucking eat my ass. <laughs> um, That's what your shirt says. Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> um, anyway. 
as I said, I follow Regina Pats on Facebook, and they released his final career stats, and holy shit. So his entire career in the WHL, he played 144 games for the Regina, all for the Regina Pats. 142 goals his entire career. 291 points. Wow. This kid went almost a goal per game his entire fucking career. (laughs) Two points a game his entire career. That's insane. Yeah. I was like, oh. like fucking Wayne Gretzky level stats right there. It's insane. Because I know a couple. And he's only what sixteen? Seventeen. Seventeen? Yeah. And a couple like a couple weeks ago before our break, we were comparing like when we had that question like when, like who like how we were comparing Conor McDavid's junior career and Conor Bedard like who was better like like Conor Bedard's really proven that like. Him and McDavid, like, just look at their careers in general. Like, they were neck and neck. Like, it's hard to say, like, like, who was the better. Like, obviously, you can look at their points. McDavid might have slightly more. Well, and there was a... But Connor Bedard, like, just in general. Oh, no, for the stats, I think Bedard blew him out of the water. Yeah, blew him out of the water. Bedard blew him out. Bedard blew him out of the water for like, just When it comes, like, stats. points and stats, like, he blew him out of the fucking yeah. water. Oh, yeah, he fucking But at the same time... Let's go back seven years ago when McDavid was was just com- just coming. Well, like eight or nine league. years. Yeah. So there was a McDavid was drafted in fifteen. Remember. So McDavid yeah, was right. actually was Connor McDavid was actually recently doing an interview and he was actually talking about Connor Bedard. Yeah. And you know, one of the interviewers asked him if they had any for advice for Connor Bedard, and this is coming from Connor McDavid. You know, the like, league... The best player currently. The best player in the league currently. He said, certainly seems like he knows what he's doing. He doesn't need to hear from me. Wow. From Connor McDavid. So, so he's telling you, like, he's he's telling it, like he's... For the fact that he's already good in his junior career, yeah. he's going to be great well, like, in his, once he makes the show. I have a question for you all, then. Right now, if everything stands as it is, they it said something from the NHL said Bedard was going to Anaheim. They have the best odds to win. They the have line. the yes. best odds right now. Now, since they're Anaheim finished dead last, let's say he does go to Anaheim. Can you see a team making a major trade to Anaheim for a young Connor Bedard? No. 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 You, you can't. I don't think you really can do that. I mean, you can, but it's they can, but like you can, they can try to trade to get that first overall pick. But yeah. So what would you trade? But Anaheim would be dumb enough to not try to. Well, okay. if Anaheim wins it, they're not giving it up. Well, well if you're Anaheim, what would you accept for that first overall? Nothing. Pick? Nothing. 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 Your entire uh, fucking. Your entire franchise. A, fra- wow. a franchise level player. Okay. As Connor Bedard, I'm not accepting anything. Okay. Oh. That's like, 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 that's kind of what I was thinking. I, imagine if somehow Stevie Y managed to snag that first overall pick. Because they can move up ten slots in the draft that's, with the lottery. 
That there's a TV behind there's you. There's a TV there. Uh, That's what I was thinking. My first thought when I heard that, oh, I said, "What about Stevie?" Oh, can you imagine seeing Connor Bedard in the Motor City? See? Hello. Okay. To make Ethan ha- to make Ethan happy, when I first said he was when I got the news break from NHL discussion through Instagram, my first thought was, "There's no way." And then I I think he's he's gonna go to. Well, I had that intrusive thought kick in, and I'm like, what about Stevie Watt? And I literally talked to myself while I was at work about this. We were slow as hell. Somebody can do that a lot. Yeah. I talked to myself like I'm my own best friend. That explains a lot. (laughs) Anyways, so I'm like, okay, what about Stevie Watt? And I said to myself, what do you mean, what about Stevie Watt? Oh. Stevie Watt is going to whip up some magical wizard shit to get Connor Bedard for the the Red Wings. I'm really concerned if you said all this out loud to yourself. I was, it was in my head, trust me. You're like having an argument with yourself. Great, so Bobo has epilepsy and multiple personalities disorder. I mean. Which one of your faces is having a seizure, Bobo? That depends which, that depends which way I turn my head. Either, right? All right, we're done. We're moving on. We got to get through this. Let me move on to my NHL news here. No. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> all right, we got all the way back to uh, the first of the month here to talk about. So, all in one game on April 1st, so not even really a joke, there's three milestones in one game. Kyle Crisculo of the San Jose Sharks scored his first career goal against the Arizona Coyotes. Daniil Gushjin of, of the San Jose Sharks scored... Sharks, I just said it. Scored <laughs> <laughs> his first career goal in that same game against the Coyotes. Um, or those four, sorry. Noah Gregor of the San Jose Sharks got his first career hat-trick in that game against the Coyotes. And then for the Coyotes against the Sharks, Milos Kieleman got his first career goal. All in the same game, in the same game on April 1st. Wow. Jesus Christ. Uh, and then we all know, obviously, uh, on Sunday the 2nd, Crystal Tank skated in his 1,000th career game. He became just the third Penguin to reach that milestone behind current teammates, obviously, Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, who we have both seen in the past two seasons both celebrate that milestone. Yes. Or Malkin earlier this season and Crosby in the uh, the short I gotta say, like, at the Penguins game, Kyle and I attended last last week. Chris Letang is still, like... He's still phenomenal. He's still phenomenal. I know, people, you can hate on him all you want, but he's still a top... I say he's still a top 15 defenseman in the league. For his age... As much as we've said in the past, like, we have a love-hate situation with Kanger, he's still phenomenal. Well, without question. I think the love-hate situation is more with Paul. I don't think Paul is just a hate-hate situation. He loves to hate him. Well, it's not even that. There's times where I'll be watching a Penns game with Paul, and it's great play by Latang, and I'm like, oh, you actually like Latang, and he goes, well, that's only if he does good. The following day, Brian Rust of the Pittsburgh Penguins skated in his 500th career game on April 2nd. Uh, Also on April 2nd, Boston became just the fourth team in NHL history to reach 60 wins with a shootout win over the St. Louis Blues. Love to see it. Uh, With this playoffs, Marc-Andre Fleury himself has clinched his 18th consecutive playoff series run. Attaway Flower. That's the flower right there, baby. We got to see him rob this... Just 100 feet in front of our face. We were stunned for about five minutes. <laughs> Ridiculous glove save. If you, if you haven't watched our um, vlog from I our forget who took the shot. I think it was Raquel. Was it Raquel? Yeah. Ricard Raquel. But if you haven't gone to watch that vlog of from that game, go check it out. It's now on our YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that was insane. I watched it the other night and it was crazy. It was insane. Uh, Still love Flower, regardless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Moving on to April 4th, Dawson Mercer of the New Jersey Devils recorded his first career NHL hat-trick against your Pittsburgh Penguins. And Not on mine. April 5th, former Erie Otter Darren Radish finally recorded his first career NHL goal against the New York Rangers. Yay! Uh, Only took him how long? <laughs> yeah. Well, he was in the AHL for quite a while. Another big name who finally skated in his 1,000th career game on April 6th, Mr. Steven Stamkos. Really? Stammer. I thought he hit his 1,000th game a while ago. He hit his 1,000 point recently. That may have been what I was thinking of. He probably he would have hit it a long time ago if he just wasn't always injured yeah. in it. Uh, Spencer Statsny of the Nashville Predators got his first NHL point off a of Mark Janikowski goal back on... Any relation to Peter? April 6th. No, it's spelled differently. Oh. Um, also on April 6th, Yuna Luoto of the Columbus Blue Jackets got his first career NHL goal against the New Jersey Devils. Akito Hiros of the Vancouver Canucks got his first NHL point off an Andre Kuzmenko goal against the Chicago Blackhawks, also on April 6th. And on April 8th, your captain, number 87, Sidney Crosby. Oh, captain, my captain. Recorded his 1,500th point with a two-goal, one-assist performance against your Detroit Red Wings. He's not my fucking captain. Become, <laughs> becoming the 15th player to reach that milestone. Yay. The 15th player to reach 1,500. I thought that was kind of cool. Wow. It is so cool seeing Yay. Crosby do it. Now, another former otter, obviously, Best player in the league, Connor McDavid became just the sixth player in NHL history to reach 150 points in a season, the first to do so since the 95-96 season. Wow. Uh, Igor Sokolov of the Ottawa Senators got his first NHL goal against the Tampa Bay Lightning on April 8th. Also on April 8th, Cole McWard of the Vancouver Canucks got his first NHL career goal against the Calgary Flames. David Pasternak recorded his 300th career goal against the Philadelphia Flyers on April 9th. He's, he's only at 300 career goals? He's only, it's only, he's only been around for like six years. Really? Yeah. He hasn't been around that long. Wow. Uh, and then again, the Boston Bruins break an NHL record for the most wins in a season with 63 after a win against the Philadelphia Flyers on April 9th. Shocker. <laughs> he's only, what, 28? 26? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, I told you. Wow. Was I right? This is six year? Seventh. Seventh, okay. Or no. This would be his ninth. Damn, so he started when he was like to be honest, 17, 18. One thing I didn't realize. Because he, he was drafted 25th overall. Uh, first round 25th overall in the 2014 entry draft. But when did he play wow. his first year? I, I don't fucking know. Scroll down two seconds. Yeah! One thing I didn't realize, he played for Boston. I okay. mean, well, Buffalo he, for a time, for a, short, for a very, so, very short amount of time. Yeah, I didn't realize he played for Buffalo for a short period of time. So, but well, we're getting sidetracked here. So, okay. Well, Ethan looks this up. I have a question for y'all. This was a game against Minnesota in Winnipeg. I sent this video through the. His first year track. was 2014, 2014-15 okay. season. Oh, wow. So, this was a video that I sent through. The, the group chat, and it says suspended or not. I will let you watch. It's not the first hit you look; it's the second. 
Well, he didn't have the puck. Yeah, that's yeah. That's well, definitely suspension so, money, I think. And Ethan again, shot the first hit. It's the second. There's one, and then shaboom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, if you're gonna suspend him, if you're commission, how long do you suspend him for? Anywhere between three and five games. I'd say th yeah, four. Three I'd or four say games. Five, four. Yeah. I'd say five. Fuck it, suspend him the rest of the playoffs. <laughs> All right. More thousand point milestones. Two on the same day. Claude Giroux got his 1,000th point against the Carolina Hurricanes on yeah. April 10th, as well as Joe Pavelski got his 1,000th against the Detroit Red Wings. That's the first time in NHL history where two players reached that exact milestone in the same day. Wow. wow. Two players in the same day reached their 1,000th point. First time in history. Uh, Eric Carlson became the first defenseman to reach 100 points in a season since Brian Leach did it back in the 91-92 season. EK65. It's Ethan's boy right there. Ethan's future husband. Uh, <laughs> I already have a cardboard cutout with mouth hole cutout. So. I bet you. Igor! Igor Afanasev of the Nashville Predators got his first career NHL goal against the Calgary Flames on April 10th. Drew Hellison of the Anaheim Ducks got his first career NHL goal against the Vancouver Canucks on April 11th. Uh, Boston Bruins then went on to break the record for most points in a season with 133 points on the season. Wow. Ridiculous. Uh, Jack Hughes becomes the f now officially becomes the Devils record holder for most points in a single season at 97. Wow. Damn. Uh, he's having a breakout. He's had for yeah. sure a breakout season. Yeah. He's, I, he's got a huge contract coming his way if he hasn't had one yet. I don't think he has yet. I, well deserved. I do like him down in New Jersey. Jersey. You mean like down in? I feel like that's the only thing he's played for. I still uh, just like the way you said that. It's like you thought he played somewhere else previously. It's I know it's the only team he's played for, but I feel like after this season he's gonna make it his home. Let's be honest. After a he season yeah. like that, it's one of those ordeals where he where the team might come out and say okay. We'll give you a six-year contract for X amount of money. And he's he's going to be a devil. I can guarantee yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. If they choose to get rid of him, that's the dumbest yeah. fucking thing. And he'll retire as a devil. He goes 18 seasons, retire as a devil, and they hang his jersey on the in the rafters. Uh, Craig Smith scored his 200th career goal against the New Jersey Devils on April 13th. Uh, Braden Point becomes the third Tampa Bay Lightning player in history to record 50 goals in a single season. Also on April 13th. Luke Hughes of the New Jersey Devils collected his first NHL point, followed by his first career NHL goal against the Washington Capitals. And correct me if I'm wrong. The goal was assisted by his brother, Jack Hughes. I was going to say, he is one of the actual Hughes yeah. brothers, correct? Yeah, one of the three, yeah. It's um, so cool, the fact that they actually get to play with each other. It is pretty cool, yeah. Luke and Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas Condotta of the Boston... Or, sorry, I didn't even play... Forgot to do who he played for, but Lucas Condotta scored his first career NHL goal against the Boston Bruins. Uh, on that goal, Joel Tisdale collected his first NHL point with an assist on that goal. I think I just said that. But uh, and also finally wrapping up all the milestones of the NHL the past few weeks, both Michael Pifia and Stanislav Svolsol, good luck trying to pronounce those, of the Columbus Blue Jackets played in their first NHL game. 
both collecting an assist on a goal scored by Emil Benstrom versus your Pittsburgh Penguins on April 13th. There were two milestones that you missed. And and they're not crazy, but I thought they were kind of interesting because okay. uh, Quinn Hughes of the Vancouver Canucks, speaking of the Hughes brothers, uh, is the first player in NHL history to have a 75-point season with less than 10 goals. Wow. Wow. Yeah. For the, especially on a very struggling Vancouver team. And then Boston, ironically enough, guess what they did? Set another record. The Boston Bruins are the first team in NHL history to feature both a 40-win and a 21 goaltender on the same team. in the same tandem. Yeah. Allmark and Swayman have been like... That is, in my opinion, that so far has been the perfect one-two punch oh, yeah. as far as a goalie, goalie tandem this season. And I think they're going to end up losing. I mean, he, Swayman's going to get a starting job somewhere this, this offseason. Oh, 100%. Yeah, he's going to get a starting position somewhere. <laughs> Maybe they'll take him in Detroit. <laughs> take him, I'll take him in Pittsburgh, 100%. I'd rather take Swiss him, cheese Jari right I'd now. I'd rather take him over Jari at this point. Honestly, I know I made the joke about, oh, we could pick him up in the ice plan, but I would personally love seeing him in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I, I honestly think... Keep, I, keep him in the black and gold, but change cities. <laughs> I would prefer... Honestly, I think I would prefer to see him in Pittsburgh. That'd be nice. I, yeah. would, I would love that. Because we already have a solid goaltending tandem in Nadelkovic and Huso. Then up and coming uh, Kosa to have to be a backup Sebastian at some point. Kosa, you got Helberg as well. The fucking Swedish giant. Yeah. <laughs> right. Couple more, a little more pieces of news here to uh, to wrap us up before we move into our Stanley Cup playoff bracket predictions. Uh, Jonathan Taze, the end of an era, did announce or Chicago announced he announced that this past week he did play his final game in a Chicago Blackhawk uniform. I really um, think he's got. I'm not up. even a Chicago fan, and I teared up watching that video. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's an eminent era, man. Like what kind of hit me in that video was when he got on the mic and said, "I'm not worthy of this." For the and it's fact just that like, he's, it's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> well, that just kind of shows you how fucking selfless the dude is. I mean, I think for the fact that he didn't know how everyone was gonna react, react, to especially Chicago fans. The fact that you like. Hey, well, I'm your captain. I've been, like, I'm not resigning. Like, well, because how long has he been with Chicago? It's been a hot he's minute. He's been with them. 2007, 2006, 2007. Was it really that yeah. late? I'll say his entire career. Behind Crosby, he's the longest tenured captain in the league. Behind Crosby. Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold so on. So Crosby came captain, I want to say, in the 06 07 season. Jonathan Taves was directed third drafted third overall in 06. Yeah. But yeah. It was even like Kyle said, I'm not a Chicago fan. I'm not really big on I've never that, I've never been a Chicago fan. Neither have I. I um, respect them as a team, but But because yeah, yeah. they I respect them as a team because they have pumped out some amazing talent oh, yeah. out of oh, yeah. the, out of that out of that club. Obviously, so, we saw Strom to bring it over there for a period of time. Well, and even look at guys Kane. like Patrick Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves, Duncan even Keith, Duncan Keith. Yeah, like there has been some insane talent yeah. that has come yeah. out of that. Pa- Patrick team. Sharp, remember Panarin was drafted by Chicago. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. But yeah. I, I was the fact that I kind of was... Um, Am I wrong on that? I thought so. 
Panarin? Was he drafted no. by Columbus or was he drafted by Chicago? No, I think... Uh, I want to say he was drafted by Chicago. I thought I so. I know he played Timmy. for both, but I can't remember who he was drafted by. I think he was drafted by Chicago and then traded over to Columbus. Hold on. I think it might have been the other way around. Hold on. <laughs> While Ethan does the research. But yeah, that kind of... Like emotional scene, John Fatih's like playing his last... You know his emotional as hell. you know his number. I think he did score a goal in that. He did score. Too, he did yeah. score. Which he got that two was even points, didn't he? I thought he got an assist and a goal. I can't remember, but I know he got. I he think got he, a goal. I, I want to say he got at least two points in that game. I thought he got at least. He two. was selected by Chicago. Okay, dude, I didn't realize how late in the draft he, he was. was like a fourth rounder, wasn't he? He was fourth round, one hundred and twenty-first yeah. overall yeah. in twenty thirteen. It's just hard to believe, like, speaking of Endeavor, it's hard to believe the fact that, like, obviously, the Penguins' first time in 16 years not making the playoffs. Ovech and the Capitals not making the playoffs. And I know we have some, like, this is the first time, like, both since Sid Crosby and Ovechkin's rookie year, um, this is the first time they both have not made the playoffs together. Oh, really? First time since like 2005 where neither Crosby or Ovechkin made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, because I remember I've been seeing the picture floating around of Crosby and Ovi together, and it's like this is the last, this is a picture from the last time these two made it to the playoffs together. Last time they didn't make the playoffs. Or the last time they didn't make the playoffs together. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. For the fact that almost every year, except for three times in Ovi's career, the Capitals have missed out the playoffs. But for the fact that City Crosby, for pretty much his entire street, except for one year, he's made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, well, if I'm not mistaken, I believe. Sorry. We're good. Yeah. Did I, did I cut you off? No, good. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think I read somewhere that the, the playoff run was the longest. For the Penguins was yeah. the longest tenure in any of the four, major four major sports. Yeah, for consistency on playoffs. I think it was kind of I didn't. It's not the longest ever, but it was the, the longest active at the time. Yeah, I think it was kind of crazy about Pittsburgh missing the playoffs this year. I saw some like this this year was the first time that all three Pirates. I'm not surprised for the MLB, but like this was the first time that all three Pittsburgh teams. This just is since 2002, 2003, yeah. that all three of their teams did not make the playoffs. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. The Pirates, I'm not surprised. No. Steelers missed out by a game. Both both, both the Penguins and the Steelers, Steelers needed their opponent, or needed a, to rely on, a, 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 to rely on another team to win. That's because the Steelers are awful. Well, I mean, well, they almost made the playoffs, but. <laughs> That's, well, it's still, they didn't because the but, Steelers are awful. Okay, fair enough. But with the end of the season, we all know you're going to see some firing of the co- of coaches, front offices, and there is a lot already. <laughs> Starting off, one of the first teams to do it was the, uh, the Anaheim Ducks, fired head coach Dallas Eakin, refused to renew his contract. And then uh, I know all of us are excited about this one. The Penguins fire all three of uh, Hockey Operations GM Brian Burke, GM Ron Hextall, and assistant GM, I am forgetting his name off the top of my head, doesn't but, matter because yeah. he's irrelevant now. He's not relevant. Yeah. At this point, we're just going to say we're, we are not going to miss you. One, not at all. Whatsoever. One that surprised me that the hell to me, the Capitals firing Lavaliette. Yeah. That yeah. surprised the hell yeah. out of me. I, I did not expect that even remotely. Yeah. 
Also, jumping back real quick to no. Jeffy's question. It was 9 Steelers, Steelers and the Penguins. What? So we both won the championship. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember I got a hat, and I wish I would have kept on to that hat, but I think I donated it to charity. Never wore it, never did a thing. It was hanging in my closet collecting dust, and I donated it. Probably because your big ass head wouldn't fit. I remember that seeing. Too. I remember seeing a shirt when I was little, right around the time where both Pittsburgh did it. It was yep. Pittsburgh. This Pittsburgh Steelers, six-time Super Bowl champions, Penguin, four-time or three-time Stanley Cup champion. I think and then it was the bottom, fourth. Yep. And then at the bottom, it in small bold, it said, "And then there's baseball." Yep. <laughs> I, I know what. I think I remember that. Yeah. Shirt. I had something I'm not, like, My dad might have one somewhere, yeah. somewhere in storage or See, some shit. See, when I was when I was a kid. Wow. Why? After, oh, you see, just unlocked like an actual yeah. like core memory. <laughs> see, when I was a kid, after the Penguins won that. I went to school wearing a Pittsburghese shirt, and it had all the words of the Pis- Pittsburghese on the front and the definitions on the back. Okay, Crick, Gumband, Gumbands, Sweetband, Fucking Yens, Sweetband, Jimmy's, Jimmy's, Chipped Ham. You every can, now, every now and then, I will catch myself saying Yens. Oh, I yeah. Did, yeah, every once in a while. Yeah. Every now and again, I do. I mean, okay, look. My. All my family's born and raised in Pittsburgh. So I say y'all, I say yins. I say y'all more often. I, I say, say y'all more often. Y'all is another big Pittsburgh thing. But that's because I'm a bonafide so, fucking It also redneck. doesn't help redneck. that it also doesn't help when I was a kid, my grandmother would go, Yin's going down tan. Uh Blue Jackets also fired their coach after two seasons. Heck. Uh the St. Louis Blues. Uh, fired assistant coaches Greg McTavish and Mike Van Ryan. Um, on bright side, uh, Billy Guerin re-signed as the uh, uh, Wilds GM. Multi-year deal, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for Minnesota for the fact how well they're doing. And there's one more firing that I, that we missed. I can't remember. We said Columbus, right? Yeah. Columbus, yeah. yeah. There was Columbus, St. Louis, Pittsburgh... Anaheim. Anaheim. Washington. Washington. And that was it, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I think that might have been it. Yeah. All right, moving on, finally, to the main topic of this show, whatever we want to call it. Uh, The bracket challenge, going to go through all the playoff matchups that we obviously now know are confirmed. Discuss who we think is going to win, who we think is going home, who we think might upset, who we think is going to blow out, such and such, whatever. First matchup. The best, or the second best team in the West, so the best in the Central, the Colorado Avalanche, taking on the second-year Seattle Kraken, which... Impressive. Impressive. Th- th- I don't think anybody would have predicted this to happen right now. No. It's a wild, it's, whether it's a wild-card spot or not, two I don't years, think any of us predicted this. Now, two exp- now third, the expansion team 31, Vegas, and now expansion team 32, Seattle. Yep. They've now in their at least in their first two years they've at least made the playoffs. I still think that still impressed me. In fact, Vegas did in their inaugural year, Seattle did in their second year. Yeah, that's yeah. just incredible. Is it? Will Seattle pull Vegas and go away to the Cup final? I don't think so. I think they're losing this series. Yeah. I. I I think it's going to be a little bit closer than people were predicting. I think Seattle's going to be out for blood. They want to make a name for themselves for their, their first appearance in the playoffs. I don't think it's going to be much of a big name, though. I'm going to say I'm going to say five games. I'm also going to say Colorado, I, uh, 
Colorado. I think this game. I take it to six. But it's going to be yep. a close five games. Like, I don't think there's going to be a blowout in this series. I'm gonna. I'm gonna there's take it to six. a lot of like, like two goal games here. I'm gonna say Colorado and six. Only reason being that again Seattle's out for blood, and they're gonna make sure they're gonna make their damnedest to know that they're there. Just so kind of looking at their matchups. How do though, I do this? Um, do I just tap on what team I think is gonna win? Yeah. No, you click, click on what team you think is gonna lose. You click on the logo. No, I was kidding. You click on what team you think is gonna win, idiot. <laughs> I haven't done this. I, I wasn't you never here. Filled out a bracket. Yes. No, I wasn't here for the last time we did a fucking bracket. Yes. You click on who you think is gonna win. Yes. Click on the winner. Click on the winner. Who you think? Why would you click on the loser? Why would you think I'll see? There's it? no. I've never done this. <laughs> Ethan. We did it season one. Ethan. No, oh. the fuck we didn't. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we did. did. <laughs> so put it this way: you click on the winner. It doesn't get. There's no pen and paper. It. It doesn't get descriptive until next round. Okay. But looking... I got it. I'm tracking. But kind of just looking at their um, seeing stats. Um, Colorado, 94 points. Seattle, 90. Their goals per against. Um, per, per game, I'm sorry. Colorado, 3.257. And Seattle's 3.486. Um... Their goals against um, Colorado's 2.73 and Seattle's 3.149. Their power play percentage, Colorado's 25.21 and Seattle's 19.25. And then the penalty kill, um, 79.74, Seattle 75.12. And then their lead scorer is Miko Rantanen of the Colorado Avalanche and Jared McCann of the Seattle Kraken. Looking at their staff, they're pretty even. Yeah. Or pretty close. Obviously that um, aren't you guys so glad that Ron Hextall got rid of Jared McCann at the trade? I'm so, got Jeff Carter. I'm so happy we kept Jeff Carter instead of Jared McCann. Oh. See. So happy. Look. I'm so happy we got rid of Brandon Tanev too. Oh. Woo. I'm still so saying, happy. I'm still saying Colorado, but it's again, it's gonna be six. So yeah. thrilled we got rid of both of those guys. Oh man, well, well done, Ron Hextall. That could have been us. I no, know. both L's blowing on that your fucking forehead. That could have been the Penguins. I know. Anyways, moving on to the Dallas Stars versus the Minnesota Wild. Uh, this one's another actually a pretty damn close matchup. I when think it's gonna to, come to down stats. to really it's gonna come down to goaltending. Uh, points overall, Minnesota only finished three better at ninety-seven, ninety-four. Uh, Dallas scores. A lot more goals than Minnesota does at a 3.4 to a 2.9. Um, they they give up roughly around the same amount of goals uh, per game. Dallas gives up 2.7 to Minnesota's 2.6. Uh, the power play is also pretty equal as well. Dallas being a 23.2 to Minnesota's 21.6. And Dallas's penalty kill is a quite a bit better with an 83.5 compared to Minnesota's 80.9. You know what? Give me the underdogs. I'm gonna go Minnesota and seven. Are they the underdogs, though, is the question. I'd, I'd say Dallas is. Really? I'd say Dallas is. Well, given the fact that they have a playoff experience, that Minnesota has a playoff experience goaltender in Marc-Andre Fleury. Jake Oninger as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, I didn't think one, goaltending. He's a big reason why they, it went to seven against the Flames. I year. honestly didn't think goaltending. I just thought skaters. 
this this one's tough. I'm so gonna go Minnesota I, I, and I'm seven. Saying, I'm taking Minnesota. I'm, I'm going on. yeah, Minnesota and it, seven. It's tough, but I'm gonna go Dallas in seven. Ooh, so opposite of me. Same team. Am I gonna split the C's or my parting with these two? Oh, come on, split the Red Sea. You know you wanna. No, I'm split with these two. I'm saying Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, we're Minnesota. making Jeffy the odd man I'm going to say Minnesota at six, actually. Hey, if Jeffy wins, better props to him. Yeah. Moving on to the third matchup. we got the Vegas Golden Knights taking on the Winnipeg Jets. This is going to be Vegas, a fun series. Vegas finishing just shy of 100 points. Best team in the West at 99, and then Winnipeg at 85. Uh, goals per game, is it's kind of close, but it's kind of not. Uh, Vegas at a 3.2. Winnipeg just under 3 at a 2.9. Goals against are very close, with Vegas being an eight, a 2.84, uh, Winnipeg being a 2.813. Holy fuck. Wow. Uh, power play is also pretty close, with Vegas being a 21.2, Winnipeg being a 19.3. And the penalty kill is not very good over in the West Coast with, uh, with Vegas at a 77.5, compared to Winnipeg's 82.8. But um, I don't think that is going to matter too much. If Vegas can stay out of the box, I think they stand a chance here. I'm saying Vegas. Yeah. This, this one is the one I could see it being a clean sweep. See. Yeah. I think if anybody sweeps, I think it can be them. Well, and I you think know? after their inaugural year, it kind of left a taste of shit in their mouth. Yeah. yeah. From going all the way to the cup final, their inaugural season, and then losing. I'm I can't remember how many game. How many games did they lose? To Washington, five, I think. Five. Was it five? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I couldn't. I say I couldn't. I know it wasn't a sweep. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think it was five. I know it was kind of a royal ass whooping. Yeah, it was. I'm also gonna say Vegas um, in five. Say Vegas in five. Yeah. See, I yeah, think I'm Winnipeg. Gonna I think Winnipeg's five. gonna at least get. One. I, I know. I know. Once you fill out your home bracket, that's what it lets you go through and choose the games. But I, I think I'll come to a decision once we get there. But, but who'd you say? Who do you think win Vegas? Either way, this is going to be a brawl. Yeah, this is what, a, a 2018 conference final rematch? Yes. This is going to be a brawl for the ages. I don't think so. Don't no. Think so. It's, it's, it's going to be an ass whooping. Give me Vegas, but I'm going to go six. six the number? only thing I'm questioning is Vegas' goaltending in playoffs. That's the only thing I'm who do they? Who do they even have in goal? They because have Thompson and uh, Brassois. Who I don't think either one of them has seen much, if any, no. playoff time. They have. So that's the only. That's the only thing I'm quite questioning with. Because I know Laner's still in some. He's he's, he's, still, he's still on the roster, but he's still injured. Yeah. Well, I, I remember season. he was in some legal trouble too. So I don't Did know. Did he? If, I remember that. Yeah, I remember he was. That. Yeah. He I, had some like fucking illegal snake farm or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I got, that I that got sued for like two and a half million dollars. Yeah. yeah, they went bankrupt for like two that's and right. a half million dollars. Forgot about that. So I, I don't know if he's still getting his fucking pee pee slap. I'm also from excited that. to see Jack Eichel make his debut in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm so but excited. Another thing I think is the, another big decision maker of this: which Connor Hellenbuck are we going to see? Yeah. yeah. Are we going to see the consistent stopping every shot that comes his way, Connor Hellenbuck? Or are we going to let? Or are we going to see Mister? I let. Could let in a beach ball. Connor see, Hellenbuck. I can I can see both. The game number one is going to be beach ball, where he's not going to be very fresh, and he's going to just let goals in left and right. I don't. Game two and three, he's going to be on top of everything and say, "Okay, I can stop anything." You're going to go so specific with everything. I know. <laughs> 
Thank you, ADHD. <laughs> and the final matchup in the Western Conference, your boy, Connor McDavid, taking on the boys, the LA Kings. Rematch of last year. Rematch of last year's, what, second round? Was it the first round? It was. The this first is the one the I think we should get together. Shout out to Falling Wheel Games. We Maybe should get together and play the game for this, at least one or two of their games. I'd be down. I'd be, I'd be down. Yeah. Um, this, this is this one's the top. I think the toughest one tough. so far. The oh, toughest yeah. one to, to to put up in the West. Here's the thing: as as much as I would love to see Connor go to the second round, I don't particularly foresee it happening. Now, don't get me wrong; it's going to be a fucking brawl. It's going to be a that that a hundred percent. No matter what way it goes, it's a seven-game series. I mean, yeah, you know, the, the matchup analysis is super close. Points-wise, 97-96 in favor of uh, Edmonton. Goals per game is a little bit more on the blowout side with a 3.9 to a 3.3 in favor of Edmonton. The goals against is a little bit higher for Edmonton at a 3.2 to LA's 3.1. The power play for Edmonton is otherworldly at a 32.4 wow. to LA's 25.2. Jesus Christ. Both, neither one of their penalty kills is that good, though, with uh, Edmonton only being a 75.8, L.A. only being a 75.5. So, basically, as I said, either way it's going to go, it's going to be a seven-game brawl. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think otherwise, um, I do think that McDavid is going to take this one. Yep. Um, avoid avoid that first round exit, which I think he has done in each of the past like three seasons. See, the they only made it past last. The year. only thing I fear, if you're either team, the team who stays out of the box is the team who wins. I think so, yeah. Because especially if you give Edmonton a power play chance, they're gonna succeed. Same with At LA. A time like now in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Can we just yeah. appreciate that's probably the most intelligent thing Bobo said tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. If you were to take both those teams and put again, they have them side by side on NHL.com. Now, the real question is: This is going to be a barn burner. That's why I'm saying we should play that game. On the other end of it, whoever goes in the box, the opposite team scores first, and they carry that yeah. lead, <laughs> and they carry it. That's. A shitload of momentum. Yeah, but I think Edmonton's gonna. I don't think they're gonna circle too much. LA might push six games, but this is going I think five or six in favor of Edmonton. I'm honestly, really? yeah. I, th th I think I think LA is gonna push it to seven. Yep. but I think Edmonton will take it. Yeah. I'm gonna say give me LA and seven. Give me no. Give me Edmonton and seven. I'm gonna say Edmonton and seven. All right. Moving on to the Eastern Conference. The do we even need to call them an underdog in this matchup? The Boston Bruins take on the Florida Panthers. I don't think there's much we need to discuss in this situation. No. Could we end up seeing a 2019 Tampa Bay Lightning scenario? Sure, anything can happen, but I don't think it's going to happen again. Not to not this time. Not to no. this Boston Bruins team. Put up what 133 points. Um, and goals per game is actually a lot closer than I thought. Boston being 3.6 to Florida's 3.4. But their goals against is ridiculous. Boston averaged just over two goals against per game compared to Florida's 3.4. I 
The power play for Boston, honestly, isn't as good as I thought it was either at a 21.5. Florida's actually got the better power play at 22.3. But their penalty kill is fucking unworldly. Boston's penalty yeah. kill, 86.4 to Florida's 74.2. And could we end up seeing in the upset? Yeah, sure. It's the Stanley Cup playoffs. Anything can happen, like I just said. We saw in 2019 with Columbus not only upsetting but sweeping the best team to lead the Tampa Bay Lightning at the time. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen again. I think Boston takes this one easily in four, maybe, maybe four games. Yeah, I say I, it's I, a I sweep. can say Florida maybe squeaking one out, but this is the one that I am they're most gonna positive. Fight. They're going to yeah. If they do squeak one out, they're going to fight like this is one. That I, this is one that I'm the most positive it can end this week. Yeah, yeah 100%. Honestly, I'm going to go against you guys. I'm going to say five games. You would. Hope you're saying Boston, though. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Florida's going to win one of those games. And it's most likely going to be at home because we've seen the, the statistics. Yeah. The home team, it's like an 80% chance they win at home. Yeah. So, give well, me. It's 50, but. Well, give me Boston, in but five. in five. Okay. We're actually going to skip this next one because I know this one's going to cause probably the most amount of rage, most amount of debate here. So, move down to. Carolina Hurricanes versus the New York Islanders. Um, I this say one, we should, no, 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 no. I think we should talk about this. We one. should talk about the other first. Think we should. Let's yeah. do it. The Toronto Maple Leafs, obviously, and the Tampa Bay Lightning rematch Bay. of last season. We kind of had a preview of our discussion a couple weeks ago before our break. We did. We did. Because this um, was confirmed. Well, um, Tampa Bay. <laughs> How many games? I'll tell you what. I'll give. Toronto, the benefit of the doubt. I'll say they'll push it to six or seven games. They're they're gonna, again. They're gonna make they're gonna make Tampa fight for it. Yeah. Looking at their their stats, um, points. Um, Toronto's ninety eight and um, Tampa ninety four. Their goal per, per game are pretty even, like dead on even at <laughs> three point four. Each, um, their goals predict, um, their goals against them. Um, that kind of goes to um, to Toronto. They are two point seven when um, Tampa's three point The power power play is pretty pretty close too. Both at twenty five percent, but with Toronto twenty point twenty five point two and Tampa 25.1. The penalty kill, that goes to Tampa with 79.9 and Toronto's 80.2. Um, give me Tampa and six. I, again, siding with Ethan, Toronto's going to make them fight for, fight tooth and nail. It's, but it's ultimately going to be Tampa Bay. But. Ultimately, you know what Toronto's going to have? Another first-round exit. You see, we, I know who, you guys know who I've been saying yep. for the past couple weeks, who's going to win this. You've been, been saying it for the past couple of seasons. You said Toronto until they and get I, out of the and first I, and round. And I keep saying, I'm going to keep saying it until I'm right. But you guys have, you guys, I've thought about it, and I, I've done comparisons, and it's close. Man. It is so tough to tell. It is. But it really is. That's why I ultimately, said. Ultimately. That's why I said, even though I will wholeheartedly admit, I'm not a Maple Leafs fan. I don't fucking care about Toronto. I don't like them. I don't hate them. 
I just don't give a shit about With them. All the that, debate that this has caused in the past between me and some other buddy that is sitting right across from me right now. I just... I don't see them making the second round, but they are going to make Tampa fight like hell for oh, yeah. that second I mean, round spot. See, I know Toronto, but looking at Toronto I got, is going to want revenge after being... Oh, they're going to want revenge, and let me get... I want to get this clear. They are a good team. They are a very fucking... They are a very fucking solid team. They are a great regular season team. They are not playoff hockey. We've been saying ever since the Ryan O'Reilly pickup, we've been saying they don't have an excuse this year. Oh, they don't. And I'll tell you what. If they make it past the first round, I will gladly put my own foot in my own mouth. Yeah. I, I, I will gladly, I will not, I want this to be said, if. No, don't erase the damn. If the Toronto Maple Leafs make it past the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, I, Ethan Belknap, will never say a bad thing about the Toronto Maple Leafs or Austin Matthews. Ever again. Ever again. And Ooh. on top of that, my next jersey will be an Austin Matthews jersey. We got that on recording, right? We're, 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 hey, still, we're we still recording, right? Just because of that, I'm going to side with Tampa. I'm Again, I originally said Tampa in five. I think it's going to go to seven. I'm yeah, going to yeah. go Tampa and It's going to be a full seven-game series. All 100%. in all, with what, even with how, what I've said the past... You know, week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, past two seasons. I decided to rock who I think is going to win this series. I figure that's why you wore that jersey. Oh, is that the why you... Oh! No! 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 The are winning this series. Wow! Games. Overtime, Talk seven about games. an unexpected newsbreaker. Toronto Maple Leafs are getting past the first round of the playoffs. And keep in mind, he walked into the studio confident with the fucking Tampa Bay jersey on. He's <laughs> been, a, he's been, been like, I'm going to fuck with him a little bit here. He's been in a Tampa Bay jersey for the last Did you get that hour. Did you? <laughs> yes. He's been, in the la- he's been in a Tampa Bay jersey for the last hour, 20 minutes. And all of a sudden he rubs it off and there's a fucking Maple Leaf on his chest. The Toronto Maple Leaf. I just want to say that that shirt looks like it's about two sizes too small. Yeah, but it definitely is. <laughs> no, no, it looks like it's a first round playoff bust. Mitch Marner got his jersey and his jersey. Definitely not the jersey. I mean, hey, how about this? No, it's your favorite jersey. It's your favorite jersey. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll make a deal with you. Uh oh. And we can shake on this. Yeah. Okay. If, if Toronto makes it past the second round. Or makes it past the first round. I will buy and wear an Austin Matthews jersey the entire time they are in the second round. You have to wear your Marner jersey the entire second round. Ooh. My London Knights Marner jersey, honestly. I like that. I like on. that. And they shrunk. All right. So you're on, brother. So you're on, like donkey. I got that. We got that all recorded, and I even got it. Good, perfect. So here's my own. Okay, I'm gonna put this back on though because I do love this jersey. So, so two retrace steps. We have two Tampa Bay and two Toronto. 
I, and I do I, know for a fact I that know. that was a complete ear rape there at that part, so I apologize. So, I'd like to apologize in advance, I'm sorry, but um, eat shit. I, uh, am, <laughs> I am also going to agree with Kyle on this, that um, Toronto will finally get past the first round. So, all right. I said, I said this a few weeks ago. I'm still. I am still gonna say Tampa. But do, I, do I personally want Tampa to win? Yes. But just it got telling me that Toronto's now. You, fuck. Now you guys got me second guessing. Yeah, God me damn. too. See, here's the only okay, thing. You know what? Let's you know what? Hold on. You know what? I'll go after Ethan. We're gonna have Boston and Toronto in the second round. So the bet's still on then. If you're changing your mind. That's still on. Okay, but you're putting Toronto for your... You're saying no, Tampa no. in favor of just bet-wise, but you're going Toronto for the bracket. Yeah. Okay. If okay. you're still down with that. I, I just think at this so point, they should, I, like Kyle said, um, they have no excuse. So, I mean, worst-case scenario, if so, Toronto does win, you're right on the bracket, but you got to okay. win. You got to... So here's my question for you guys. Though. That's okay. It's not am the jersey I gonna for my stay, collection. Am I going to be the odd man out? Yeah. And stay you get to add one. Tampa Bay, or do I go join the dark side and say Toronto? Join the dark side. We have cookies. I like cookies. Various narcotics. I'm <laughs> just kidding. And so you've had good luck with being the odd one out, though, Bobo. They all. The only. You do have a point because what was it was what last year I chose the odd one out and I ended up. There's been a couple of different, couple of different cases where you've chosen the odd one out and been right. But. Personally, you know what? Just because you said that, I'm gonna keep Tampa, but I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep seven. I'm, I think it is gonna go to six, gonna, maybe seven. I, th- Tampa, I, I would the say out, Tampa and seven. Tampa's gonna take it, and for my guess, I want to say six. If no, because now seven. I got myself second guessing. You know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I still have, as soon as I went to do this, Ethan's face was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> no, for the bracket, I will say Toronto's going to take it. Yeah. For my bet, I'm still going to say Tampa. Tampa for this, just for the sake of that bet. The only part that wants me, the only reason why I, there's a side saying Tampa's going to win is more on goaltending. But other than that, I just overall uh, offensive. I just still think Toronto's finally going to do it this year. See, we've said that for the last how many years? Why don't you gather the rest of your chest hair? Oof. 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 Um, hurt me. Oh, man. Let me search for the fuck I have to give. I think this one was... I can the, help you. Did you check up your own ass? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think this one was the most, like, debatable, like, series. I, I threw both of these on this, or threw these both in my bag this morning, knowing yeah. exactly what I was gonna do. So I was like, I'm gonna fuck with them. I knew the fact. Make, make them think that I'm. I changed my mind, but I, in all reality, I didn't. So. But yeah, I'm still gonna go by what I said a couple weeks ago that Toronto was gonna win it. So. Yeah. Moving on, we got the Carolina Hurricanes taking on what should have been the Penguin spot, the New York Islanders. <laughs> uh, Carolina, obviously. Um, Blowing the Islanders out of the water in almost every category, points-wise, 103 to 87. Goals per game at a 3.2 to a 2.9. Goals against to 2.59 to a 2.65. That's a lot closer than I thought. Hurricanes' uh, power play is good, but it's not killer at a 20.4 to the brutal Islanders at a 
And the penalty kill is pretty good for Carolina as well at an 83.6 to the Islanders 81.99. Just, just shy of 82. I think Carolina's going to take it. I mean, it's yeah. kind of a given. Yeah. I think the only one that's going to really keep them in this series is Ilya Sorokin of yes. the Islanders. He's yes. probably going to be the only one that's really He gonna is going them. to be their saving grace, yes. 100%. I mean, or can we end up seeing what happened to when they played the Penguins two years ago? Sweet. Sorokin is the reason that they won that series. Yes. For Sorokin and... Um, um, Varlamov. I think they both. I think they split those. I can't. Yeah, they, yeah, split, they yeah. split it. They split I think Varlamov ended up getting injured or something, and Sorokin came in. Well, because wasn't, yeah. wasn't Varlamov four games, and then Sorokin was three? Well, like that series didn't go seven games. It went to six. Oh, but, I okay. think they split it three and three. I think they did. Yeah, I, I thought can't it went I could seven. be completely wrong. Sorokin could have started all of them. I don't. I could that's my okay. Wrong, that's my fault. I thought it was seven. Regardless. Carolina is too good of a team this year to, to yes. vote against. Yep. It is way too risky to vote against them. I'm going, and I'll I'm going say, Carolina. Yep. And I'm going to say both Varlamov and Sorokin, highly underrated. Oh, yeah. Sorokin, oh, yeah. I think Sorokin is the number one underrated in the league right now. Oh, 100%. 100%. Oh, I'd say it's a tie between him and Igor. I don't call Igor underrated. I don't call him underrated. I'd say See, he's perfectly rated. Yeah, e- exactly, yeah. Igor is one of those perfect guys where you would put in that category. Yeah. He has everything all across the board covered and check marked. But yeah, I think it's I think it's a no-brainer. I think Carolina is going to win. Uh, I think this one the Islanders I think might push us a little bit further than say Florida is going to push it with Boston. I'm going to go but 5 games. I'm going to say I'm I'm going to say I'm going to say 6. I'm going to say 6. Okay. I'll join oh, no, I'll, I'll with Bobo. I'm going to say 5. All right. For Carolina? Yeah. Carolina 5. Yeah, that's fair. Moving on, the final matchup. We got the New Jersey Devils taking on the Bluecoats, the New York Rangers. This is a game I am most ex- This is a series I am most I'm excited for. I'm really excited yeah, for this so series. We have an Eastern Division we can get together for, or a Western Division we can get together for. Now we have an Eastern Division game we can get together Eastern for. Division. Close Eastern Division? Eastern Conference. <laughs> Eastern Conference, you know what I mean. But um, I think even though they are the lower seed, um, I mean, points-wise, they're pretty close. The Devils being 102 to the Rangers 98. Goals per game being very close at a 3.4 to a 3.3 in favor of the uh, the Devils. Goals against, Devils give up just slightly more to it with a 2.7 to the Rangers 2.6. The power play of the Rangers are just a tad bit better at 22.9 to the Devils 21.3. And the penalty kill, the Devils are just a slight bit better at an 82.1 to the Rangers 80.4. So this one is where I'm going to let just playoff experience itself take its course. I'm going with the Rangers. Yeah, yep. I would say I'm 100%. I'm going to go with the Rangers. I'm going to go with the Bluecoats. Um, but I'm going to be totally honest. I'm going to go against y'all. Good. I'm going to say the Bluecoats, but it's going to be the Bluecoats in no less than six. Oh, yeah. I, okay. I'd, I'd say either six or seven. I'll go it, last, so I'm fine with that. But I, that's also because I have a little bit of personal bias right now because Igor Shosturkin is my current favorite active goaltender. Yeah. Like, I put him above Nadelkovic and Huso, yeah. if that gives you any idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so all the winners currently I have, I have Colorado taking down Seattle, Minnesota taking down Dallas, Vegas taking down Winnipeg, Edmonton taking down the Kings, Boston taking down Florida, Toronto taking down Tampa, 
Carolina taking down the Isles, and the Rangers taking down the Devils. Exactly the same as me. Yeah. All right, Jeffrey, what about yourself? Um, Starting from the East. Or the West, West. I'm sorry. I have... Um, the West. The West. I've seen for the Avs in Seattle. I have the Avs beating Seattle in, in five. Dallas in... I decided to change it. Dallas in six over Minnesota. Um, Vegas in... Five against Winnipeg and Edmonton in seven against the LA. Then over to the East, Boston in five, Toronto in seven, um, Carolina in six, and the Rangers in seven. Okay. And then I have Colorado and Seattle. I have Colorado in five. Colorado and Dallas, I have Dallas in, or I'm sorry, Dallas and Minnesota, I have Dallas in six, Vegas and Winnipeg, I have Vegas in six, LA and Edmonton, I have LA in seven, and then over to the east, I have Boston taking Florida in five. I have Champa Bay taking Toronto in seven. Uh, Carolina Isles, I have Carolina winning in six. And New Jersey, New York, that is going to be a barn burner. But you know what? Give me the Devils. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That's bold. Give me the Devils in seven. That might be the boldest thing we've said tonight so far. Yeah. Any, any of us. That's yeah, bold. I'd say so. All right, moving on to the second round matchups. In my bracket, I got Colorado taking on Minnesota. What do you got? You got to think we all have the same? Or did, I had Dallas. Think? You had all Dallas. Right. Who would you have? Um, I had Dallas as well. I had Colorado and Dallas. Okay. So I'll start with me and Ethan first thing because we are the same with Colorado and Minnesota. We're the correct ones. This one, I do think Colorado is going to take again, but uh, actually, I don't know, man. That's Minnesota's a lot better of a team than people are making them out to be. I'm thinking Ma- Minnesota. Matt Boldy, think- Matt Boldy himself is a bit ridiculous this year. Mark Andre Fleury, obviously, still. I think still a top Minnesota- five goaltender. Kirill Kaprizov, who's obviously one of the best in the game right now. Oh yeah. I got the fucking hiccups. Um, Me too. <laughs> I drink that too fast. I think, uh, I actually think that Minnesota is going to, fuck me. Um, okay. I think Minnesota is going to take this one from Colorado. If I'm going to look at your guys' bracket, I'm going to say Minnesota in six. I have to extremely respectfully disagree with that one. It's going to be close, though. I do think Colorado is going to take it. It's going to be a tight, it's going to be... S- no less than six games, I think. I have Colorado in five. I'm taking it. You have Colorado and Dallas? Yeah. If I'm looking at your guys' matchup between Minnesota and Colorado, I will say six. But I'm also going to say the same thing again for um, Colorado versus Dallas. Who do you have winning? Um, Dallas. Dallas, really? Rude. I have them upsetting the defending champions. Wow. Am I the only one that's choosing Colorado? I have Colorado as well. You Colorado moving on? Okay. 
In mine, also in the West, I have Vegas taking on McJesus himself and the Oilers. Might as well just say McJesus, because besides McJesus, who else, who else is? I'm the only one who said Winnipeg, I think. No, you, you, you got the stuck. Vegas Golden Knights versus... The what? McDavid. Versus the Edmonton Oilers, and you choose you, Winnipeg. You chose Vegas. Yeah, I'm sorry, I chose Vegas. I, I said okay. Vegas in seven. Because yeah. Vegas... I, I think Vegas in seven. Here's the thing. I'm sorry to elongate this. Vegas, this one doesn't let you choose the number of games. But well, Vegas is a nitty-gritty type of hockey team. Nitty-gritty dirt band? Yes. Where they will hit every chance they get. They will put your fucking face against those boards every chance they get. Alright, moving on to the East. We got the Baston Bruins taking on the Toronto Maple Leafs. As much as I want to get under Ethan's skin, it's not going to happen. Boston, I think, is going to end up taking this one. Oh, Boston's going to uh, fucking whoop their ass. <clears throat> I, was, I, I mean, we've seen this story before. Toronto has pushed them to seven before, what, three times before now. Yep. Um, but I, I don't know if it's going to go But with go the to record, seven? With the record year that Boston's having, yeah. I, I don't think that fucking Toronto would have it even remotely yeah. that bit of a chance. I saw, I'd say this, I could see them pushing six. I could see them maybe squeaking six. six. It's, I wouldn't. Say, I wouldn't say confidently six. Okay. At most, it's like going to be a, six. That's a good way to. At to most, it. I like that. at absolutely, at absolute most six. Yes. That is not going to be a seven-game series. I have happens. Boston and Tampa Bay, and I have Tampa Bay in seven. Ooh. No. Okay. I, I think if anybody can take down Boston at Tampa. If I think Tampa Bay. I don't. I don't think so. Is gonna. Tampa Bay has the ability. They have everything of who said what and where. That's all fine and fucking dandy, but if you're going off of statistics, there's not a fucking chance. And half the time, look at the stats. Half the time, they're fucking wrong. How many times have we said this team's gonna win it? Or this team's gonna. This team's gonna win it in five or six, and then it's the opposite. But. Stats don't mean a fucking thing. They kind of do, but... I, I, I see where Bubba is coming from. I see, I see yeah. where he's coming from, too, but you got to understand, it's, yeah, both teams have a fuckload of playoff experience between yeah. the two of them. Yeah, Tampa's won the Cup in recent years. Sure, that's all fine and dandy, but... I would think it would be pretty close. Boston's hungry Bo- this year. But yeah. Boston's coming out on top. Yeah. There's there's not a doubt in my mind Boston's So am I the only one joined Tampa Bay then? Yeah. The okay. one that doesn't have Boston going to the conference final. Yeah. And then for my final matchup, I have Carolina taking on the Rangers. I think I everybody else well. is the same. Actually, yep. no, I think Bobo said the Devils in the first round, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I have the Carolina Hurricanes taking on the Rangers. Give me Carolina in this one. Really? So, yes. Yeah. So, right now, I have Carolina, the well, number one and number two, Carolina and New Jersey Devils. Again, both are great teams. I don't know, I don't know if the Devils have the compat- competency to keep up with the Kings. Dude, well, I'm looking at the stats, the matchup analysis between the two teams, and... They're I know, close. I know. But we, we, have, just, we have the Rangers. You have the Devils. So. I say I know with the Rangers <clears throat> and the Canes, 
besides points, the Rangers are pretty much on top. Yeah. yeah. And I know Boba just said that stats don't matter, but uh, it's. Am I wrong? Kinda. Half the time, stats don't it's, matter. This is one of those situations I see where you're coming from. I think you're just not wording it the way you're yeah, trying. Yeah, I. I to come <sighs> All right. After Ethan goes, I'll rephrase myself. Yeah, it's. With this one, it's not only, you know what, I'd say fuck the stats. It's going to end up coming down to just sheer playoff experience. And Carolina is a fairly young-looking team yeah. who don't have a whole lot of playoff time. I mean, I mean, aside from last year, neither did the Rangers. Yeah. Carolina has at least consistently been in the. They've maybe have been a first round exit a couple times, but Carolina's been in the playoffs a lot more frequently and more consistently than the Rangers have. When you put it that way, yeah, I'll take Carolina as much as as much as that hurts me. Yeah. But anyway, all right. So, conference finals. What are we looking at? I'll start myself. I have Colorado in the West. Now. My two, I have Vegas and L.A. And again, for, for that, your for huh? your Western Conference, Western Conference. That's finals? what I, Yes, Western. Again, that's gonna be or second round. That's gonna be a barn burner. But I think it's gonna be L.A. I'm gonna go. So my Western Finals, I'm gonna go Colorado and L.A. And I'm gonna take L.A. in seven. Really. I think LA going all the way this year. I think this is the year Colorado goes all the way and they get too trigger happy. See, I could be very wrong. I did, didn't did Bubba have LA high up in his standings predictions? I think so. I yeah. think he did. I, I want to say you did. I thought you, yes. I thought you had him first, but I thought you yes. had him pretty high. Here's the thing. At least Col- here's the thing about the Avalanche. They're an amazing team. Don't get me wrong. When they get high up in the playoffs, they get what I like to call trigger happy and they tend to shoot anywhere they want on the ice and the goalie can literally say oh he's going to shoot from the blue line he's going to shoot from the crease and he literally knows he literally can read where they're going to shoot within the end of the first game yeah Yeah. and they just get to that happy exciting point where it's just bang 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 he's making all these saves like he's Fucking, you know who? I got Colorado and Vegas in the, the Western final. I think you're the same, aren't you? No. No, who do you have? I have Minnesota and Vegas. Oh, sorry, you said Minnesota upsetting Colorado. I have Minnesota upsetting Colorado. Uh, this might be the toughest one. You have the two best teams in the West, being Vegas and Colorado. Um, <laughs> nice. I'm going with. Another one. I'm going with Colorado Colorado repeating, going, no, 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 no. I'm going Vegas, going back to the final. Wow. So, Jeffy, right now you're the only one. In my head, I'm like, like, I didn't like that choice. I'm like, I got to go against it. So, Jeffy, so as of right now, if if Jeffy chooses Colorado, he's the odd man out. I haven't. I I, I, I know Okay. I'll say Ethan hasn't gone yet. Fuck me, Bobo. I know. I will. (laughs) Trust me. And of course, my fucking bracket channel is closed again. As the mind just did that too. Yeah, well, we're, we're, we're having wi- a lot of problems here. Bobo, well, well, your Wi-Fi sucks ass. 
Um, it's make you do the whole thing again, isn't it? <laughs> yep. I gotta do my whole piece, but uh, it don't matter. We kind of already said what we. Yeah. We're taking pause here. Let us get our shit figured out here because it keeps crashing on us. So yeah, we'll be right back. So for my Western Conference, I have Minnesota and Vegas. Call me fucking stupid. I'm going to pull a Bobo here. I'm going to say Minnesota's going to take it in seven. Really? I'm Minnesota gonna, going all the way. I have Minnesota Can going all the way. To be honest, I could see it. I have I have Minnesota upsetting Vegas. Wow. I'm more just how young they are, goaltending. Like, yeah. But, um... Well, but don't get me wrong. It's not going to... As a... What matchup did I say that it was going to be before? That it's not going to be less than six games. It's not going to be less than a six-game series. Uh, I can't remember which one that was. But I don't remember. Um, but how many games did you say that one was going to? Seven. Seven. I said Minnesota's going to take it from Vegas in seven. Um, so I think we all do. We all have Vegas except for Ethan. I. Because well, uh, what are you saying? Um, I have Colorado and LA. Colorado and LA. Who are you going to the Who are you going to the Western Conference or to the Stanley Cup Final? Hey. I have LA. In the Western six. Conference Cup Final. LA. I have LA in six. So we have Vegas, Vegas. I said LA, Ve- Minnesota. Minnesota. I said Vegas beats Dallas in six. Yep. All right. Eastern Conference Final. My bracket is looking at Boston versus the Rangers. The battle of the original six teams. <sighs> Which original six team is taking it, though? Boston. 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 Because I also said Boston. I'm not a fan of either team. I don't like either team. For the fact that how well Boston has been all year, I would rather have the, have the best team go to the Stanley Cup. It's know. so boring, though. Everybody thinks it's going to happen. Everybody know. know. Everybody supposedly hey, knows it's going to happen. If it makes you feel better, I don't have Boston for mine either. What do you do have? I have Tampa Bay and Carolina. Oh, you have Tampa Bay taking down Boston. Okay. But I'm I'm going to be boring. I'm going to do it. I'm saying Boston's going to the final. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But what do you think that? I think if this were to go, I would say maybe seven. Yeah, that's yeah. a six. I, I would six or seven. In the East, who you going to the final, In the I have Tampa and Carolina. Okay, who's going to the final? Tampa Bay. You got Tampa Bay going back? I'm going to go oh, Tampa. Four years in a row. Except I would think I'm going to go Tampa Bay in seven. Seven. Because Carolina. So Tampa and LA in the final. Tampa and LA. So I have uh, for my what is this Western Conference or Eastern Conference? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had Boston and Carolina in the conference final, and I have I have Boston taking taking Carolina. I would I would say Boston and. I'd say Boston in five. Okay. Boston in five against Carolina. So my cup final would be Minnesota and Boston. 
with okay. Boston having the home ice advantage. Yep. Boston would probably sweep that. Mm. No. No. But I got Vegas taking on Boston. This I one will be a lot closer. I also have Vegas and Boston. Let's go. I have Minnesota and Boston. So I have LA and Tampa. We will. I think we should start with Ethan, since me and Kyle have both Vegas and Boston. We'll start off with you, like who you think will win Lord Stanley. Fuck. As much as I would really, really, really love to see Boston win. First off, I want to say if this is the actual, what the actual cup final ends up being, it is going to be a goaltending clinic. Yes. Yeah. Flurry has been to the Flurry, cup final five times now. Flurry versus Allmark or Flurry versus Swayman. It's going to be Allmark, but yeah. It's going to be Allmark, yeah. Regardless, would, it is going to be a fucking goaltending clinic. I would love, like just my bias being shown, I would love if this... If final happens, I would want. I would love for Flurry to get his his fourth Stanley Cup. I was. That's what I was kind of leaning towards. Is I I see Minnesota taking it in seven. Really. I see, I see Minnesota taking it in seven. Okay. Of all teams that beat Boston, you're saying Minnesota? Yeah. Really. Okay. I'm again. I it could be a fucking four game sweep. Yeah. But. <laughs> You gotta look at it when it comes to. I know we've talked about playoff experience and st- shit like that, but this is something you actually have to factor in when you have a goaltender in your crease like Marc Andre Fleury. Yeah. Marc Andre Fleury has won four cups. Three. Three. Three cups. This would be his fourth if he wins. This, is, this would go to his. This would be his sixth that he's appeared in. Yeah. Yes. Regardless, yeah. he has. I don't know how many cup finals. Allmark has played in, if any. None. None. Yeah. none. none. So you're having second year as, a, as the starter for Boston. So. So you have rock solid goaltending in Mark Andre Fleury, who has that Cup final experience and who has several cups underneath his belt, versus a somewhat green goaltender in Linus Olmark. Not saying that Olmark is a bad goaltender. He is an amazing goaltender, but when it comes to this. Flurry's got the edge, a hundred percent. Yeah. When when you explain it thoroughly like that, I can yeah. It's not. It's both teams. Their defensive cores and their offensive cores are top notch. Are top notch. Absolutely amazing. Like you were saying, Matt Boldy, Kirill Kaprizov, guys like that are top tier in their game right now. Yeah. This is going to be a final that comes down to goaltending. And when you're going off of cup final experience, Flurry's got the edge yeah. by a mile. Yep. Bubba, who you got winning the whole cup? Right now I have L.A. and Tampa Bay. Who do you got winning? I didn't mean to draw that on. I as just much to as I want to say Tampa, I'm going to have L.A. L.A. LA. winning the cup. LA's you have a lot of faith in L.A. this year. I, I respect it. L.A., well, here's the thing. I would say respectfully. Yeah, no, yeah. L.A. has been the somewhat, you can even say, quote-unquote, underdog. I know they, of the, the last goaltend well, questionable. Like, this is, like, not this even, is a, lot, a last chance for some of those guys. It, it's not even goaltending. It's more of a underdog. 
someone I completely forgot when we were mentioning goalies for Vegas. Quick. Yep. I forgot Quick's on Vegas now. Yep. Oh, shit. I completely yeah. forgot I about forgot that. Up until right now, I was thinking, I was like, okay, LAS Quick. I'm like, shit, no, they I don't. For- I forgot about that. <laughs> I just now remembered that. Quick is in Vegas. Oh, God, that's so weird to hear now. Yeah. So, anyways, yes, I have... Jonathan, not so quick. I have, um... L.A. You have L.A. winning the cup? I have L.A. winning the cup in seven games. Comes down to me and Jeffy both have Vegas versus Boston in the final. One of you is going to go six, and one of you is going seven. I just if know. This, I really just for a part of me, because I've always loved Vegas... Ever since then, obviously, they how well they impressed me that entire year. Uh, it's tough. It's tough. It is very, very tough. Two best teams in the league. It's really tough. I'm actually I'm gonna say Vegas actually Vegas be, becomes gets their very first Stanley Cup. No Jeff. I fucking love you. I didn't want to be the only one. But I do truly think this is where Boston's reign is gonna to come to an end. I'm going Vegas as well. I just don't know do Tot- I wanna go six or do I wanna go seven? Total goals scored in this, I don't really think it matters. Give me like 23 or some shit, just because that's how old I am, fuck it. But, yeah, my picks are in. Vegas Golden Knights are the Stanley Cup champions. Why'd you have to pick this app? What do you mean? What do you mean? Because it's a piece of shit. It's how you do it every year. It's how you do the bracket is the NHL.com. Well, it's weird because mine keeps fucking crashing. I mean, mine's been doing all, all night, too. We could have just done this on fucking paper, but... We could have, yeah, but... But no. Gotta be all fancy and shit. But right, yeah, I think that but does our bracket challenge here, so... We'll be back with you with our final and revealing the loser of our season... Score predictions and who has to eat the hot chip. Fuck me, Jerry. All right, we all breathe in heavily here because the f- score as of right now, Kyle in the lead at 62, Jeffy at 60, Ethan and Bobo tied for last at 58. The final set of games, going back to the previous week because we didn't record last week, going back to Monday, April 3rd, we had chosen for Monday the Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild. The winner of that game was the Vegas Golden Knights winning 4-3. to three. Only two getting points are the two losers, Jeffy, or Bobo and Ethan. Boom, baby! <sighs> Moving on to the, dude, I'm sweating. Moving on to Tuesday, Edmonton versus the LA Kings. Winner of that game, 3-1 to one Oilers. The two getting points are Jeffy and Bobo. Hey! <laughs> Wait, what was it? Three to one. Anybody say three to one? Uh, no. Okay. Wednesday, Tampa Bay and the Rangers. Final score: six to three Rangers. Points going to Jeffy and Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm safe regardless. So, but.
but it all comes down to who is eating it, Jeffy or Ethan or Bobo. Toronto and Boston on Thursday. Final score of this game. Just had it. Boston 2, Toronto 1. So, everybody gets a point, except Kyle. Jeffy, Ethan, and Bobo all get a point there. I, got, I should get another one because I got the goal differential. <laughs> so, <laughs> the party final score. There's a tie between Ethan and I, isn't there? Ethan at 62. Kyle, 62. I'm out. Jeffy at 63. And I lost. Bobo, 61. <laughs> <laughs> Holy wow. Wow. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> that okay. I'm just I'm just gonna go through here, and make sure I was 100. percent I afraid. hit all fucking three of you. <laughs> yeah. Final score Monday, Vegas was four to three. Only two were Bobo and Ethan. Tuesday Edmonton, LA, three to one Edmonton. Wait, wait. I need to give Bobo two for. Wait, never mind. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Oh. I lost. Uh, Tampa Bay and New York, 6-3. to three. Nobody got the differential correctly there. And Thursday, yeah. Oh, man. Motherfucker! What a dude. That my acid <laughs> reflux is going to keep me up all night, peeking my brains out like I'm a drunkie. <laughs> Holy Let us crap. collect ourselves here, and we'll be back with you to, to finish off this episode. Alright, upon further review, Bobo did in fact lose by one point. Oh my god. 63 for both, or for Jeffy, 62 for me and Ethan, and then 60. I dodged a bullet. I didn't get a single point this week. So I dodged a bullet only having the two point lead. Ethan's we, we've, we've given some, some repercussions for, for Bobo. We said he doesn't have to eat the whole chip if he doesn't want to. I'm like, we're gonna, don't worry, we're not going to be dicks. We're going to provide him milk. We're going to provide him water, whatever he needs. I'm at the point where I'm like, fuck it. If I'm going to do it, I'm doing it all the way. I swallow Sorry. the chip. Fucking A, I swallow the chip. Yeah. Worst case, my asshole burns what? in a fiery fuck. What a season, man. We, we was, Bobo was like 10 behind midway through, and we said, you're not done. And he climbed back. He, ended up, he had the lead like two, three weeks ago. Yeah. I was dead last for a while for like that was what three points but two points between the four of us yeah <laughs> 63 and 61 63 was the winner 61 was the loser so yeah a two point gap between four people <sighs> yeah so look, look for that at some point we might not be next week it might not be in two weeks how we might wait until Stanley Cup finals time to do this but look out for it because it will happen eventually uh, we might even wait till the off season went and do the loser of the bracket challenge and that punishment at the same time. I'll tell Do you what, Bobo. I'll eat two of them. Fuck no. I'll tell you what. I'll make you a deal. Just because I feel like suffering with you. Did I, did I, tell, <laughs> didn't I call that he was going to offer to split it? Yeah. No. No? That's not what you're doing? No. He and I are if, you, he and dude, I are if you commit to the full fucking one chip, I will eat a straight up dried Carolina Reaper. Oh. <laughs> what, what is he? What, is, what are the precautions? What would he have to do? It's just chew and swallow the whole if, chip. If he, if he decides he wants to chew and swallow Actually, the whole, if he decides he wants to chew and swallow the whole chip, I will eat a whole pod. Okay, how about this? Why don't we wait till this? Before you say anything, I'll do the whole one chip challenge by myself. Cause fuck it. 
Or well, how we about need, this? We need to be here to record it. I know. So, or how about this? Here, no. Here's what I'm saying. We do the Carolina Reaper for the loser of the bracket challenge. So we do the one. <laughs> we do the one. <laughs> we do. We do the one chip challenge because I were already lost. Honestly, that's fair. I'm already doing I would it. Say that's. I'm I'm gonna you gonna can't lose. get pissy if you lose this one. This is your idea. Hey, time. if I lose again, fuck it. Hey, oh, I hate my ceiling. I'll tell you what, Bobo. How about this? If I lose, hold you on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you, I'll hear, hear me out. You do, you eat the whole one chip challenge, chew, swallow, deal with the five minute afterburn. Since this was my idea, and you're going to be in living hell. Yeah. <laughs> you do. If I lose, you do it with me. We split the reaper 50-50. I was going to say you shoot me with a taser. No, I'm not going to do that. Do it. I'm going to say you and I do the reaper 50-50. Because that way you and I each experience the fucking ass burning of a lifetime of Satan coming out of our assholes. I don't care. You want to do the Reaper 50-50? Yeah. I'll do the Reaper 50-50. All right. We got that on recording. We got a lot of shit on recording tonight. We're at two hours. This might be, might be one of our first two hours in a long time. So. It's been a while. It is 12.30 right now where we are. Yep. So. Have fun watching. We're going to make like a maple tree and get the fuck out of Have here. Have fun watching me struggle on the hot chip. You're so, welcome. That will be soon to follow. I don't know how soon. We'll keep you guys updated on social media. Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube probably. Which will be where that video will probably end up being posted. Um, thank you guys all for your, your guys' support recently. It's been insane. It's been ridiculous. You we guys are you the guys. best. We, we yeah, genuinely we, do we have the have. best fans in the world. We, we do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys. Happy, happy Easter. It's past, but hope you had a good one. Happy, happy, happy 420. <laughs> so. 420 blazing. So, yeah, it's April 16th. Tuesday oh. will be 420. But anyways, yeah, we're going to get out of here, guys. Hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you guys so much. We love you guys. Peace out. Deuces. See ya. Peace out, Girl Scout.